This episode is brought to you by Houston Lucky of Keller Williams Realty. If you're looking for that dream home or that dream piece of property here in the beautiful state of Alabama, email him at HoustonLucky at KW.com for the rest of his contact info. And also, what's family if they don't believe in you? So thanks to Cantley Pittman, my brother, for sponsoring us. And last but not least, thank you to the Frosty Mug, a local staple, a local legend. Some of the best burgers, fries, and onion rings, and milkshakes around. Go check them out. Enjoy a view of the Warrior River. Enjoy their food. And most of all, keep supporting local businesses. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for believing in us. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. On this episode, we're talking about that weather we had a couple of weeks ago. Wild. And we're talking about also live currency, as well as unpopular opinions. So you guys, you know what to do. Open up that jar. Pass that thing around. And enjoy the episode. And we are back. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. A couple of weeks ago, we had some uh, nefarious weather. Gucci. Not what we're used to here. Um, well, we get it like once a year, but it came in an abundance. Yeah. It, it hit everywhere all at once. I mean, it, out of nowhere. Like, they were just saying, oh, it'll be just some ice and stuff. No, we got snow. Mm-hmm. Can't confirm. Uh, poor Texas, man. I uh, hope... Everybody in Texas, if you listen in Texas, we hope you're safe and you're doing well. Absolutely. What do you got on this whole government controls the weather thing? Do you believe in that? Buddy, I don't know what to believe in anymore. A lot of things starting to starting to add up that shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird, but at the same time. Is this like the first time in the history of ever that every single county in the state of Texas was under a winter weather advisory. I think, James, think about that. I think James Spann did say it was. Like, we're talking like Mexico was getting snow. Yeah. That's wild. I'm not a meteorologist, but that just that's out of place. That's like uh, 2012, the movie top shit. Exactly. Like just out of, out of nowhere. Have you ever watched the like movie? The North Pole is now in San Antonio. Yeah. It was colder in Alabama than it was in Alaska. Some, somebody make it make sense. It's not clicking over here. I can tell you that. Have you ever watched the movie Geostorm, where the government does control the weather? Exactly. So, I'm not saying that it's 100% accurate, obviously, but I'm not not saying it either. <laughs> Our resident conspiracy theorist over here. But, yeah, it was wild. Uh, we, we didn't go to work two nights in a row. Like, awesome weekend, but I'm not a fan of this weather. Like I, zero percent. I, I hate snow. I hate ice. Like I just don't see the fun in it. Uh huh. We we missed one day of work, and then they uh, made up for that on the back end. We went to tens, and pff, did we work that Saturday? I think we did. I can't even remember now. <laughs> Tried to block it out. Just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, it's just it creates more trouble than it is fun for me now. Like I don't like just sitting in my house or being freezing ass cold all the time. No, I don't. I don't think you'd find anybody that enjoys those things. Like you can tell, I don't like to be slightly cold. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm wearing a hoodie, mm-hmm. which is wild I'm for just, you. I like, hate. I hate being cold. I don't play golf in cold weather. I don't like fishing in cold weather. No, like, I'm not saying like the hate in the cold makes perfect sense. I meant the hoodie inside. That's wild. Uh, I mean, I, wear, I think this is the first time I've seen you on the podcast with a hoodie on. I mean, I could play, be wrong. I play like, or I wear like a pullover around during the winter. Mm-hmm. It's just a comfort thing for me, man. It's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> but like, I hate cold weather, like for golf, for fishing, because both of those, you're pretty static mm-hmm. quite a bit. So it's not fun. It's just misery. I think I play golf better in the cold. I actually, I don't know if I play golf better or if the people I play golf with just hate playing golf in the cold, so they play down to my level. I feel like layers while you're playing golf constrict you, and I'm a flexibility technique golfer. See, I think that's what helps me. 
the constrictions on my backswing, so I'm not I'm not able to come outside of my my swing path. That's that's fair. It shallows me out more because I'm not able to come around the ball. Yeah. Plus, for those golfers that listen, have you ever bladed a like three four iron when it's cold outside? You know how you avoid that? It doesn't feel good. Be better. No, you just don't swing a three or a four iron. Well, don't get me into that. <laughs> I'm a I'm a long iron guy and seeing all these people sell like five three pitching wedge sets. I'm like, where's your nuts? <laughs> like swing a four iron for me one time. You can't hit stingers with Oh, you just gotta hit bombs off the tee. Well, I mean, at Horse Creek, our local track here, I don't other than par fives, I don't hit like four and five irons out of the fairway. No, yeah, that's fair. But that's I do need a four iron to hit a stinger. Off like number four, no, number fifty, down the hill. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just thinking about it. Like, there's. Uh, I think I would just nine times out of ten, I just swing a six iron, something smooth, just to get it down in play. Unless I'm playing in the Anthony Valdez Invitational, and there's nine people on the tee box. Shout out to my boy KT for talking me into it, and I just go ahead and pipe one onto the green from the tee box. But you know, that's clutch. I mean, we did make eagle there. Or no, I don't think we made eagle. I think we birded it. Have you ever drove it with a three wood yet? I don't think I've ever attempted it. I have. I don't have a three wood. Yeah, you have a five wood. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, back to the weather. <laughs> getting off on a golfer. I mean, we should probably start a golf podcast. I think that's something that we're definitely going to get into as spring rolls around. For sure. Especially on YouTube. Also, I said spring rolls. Now I want sushi. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the weather. Um, like, you saw snow in places. It's like in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, their wind turbines froze, so they don't have power. And what broke my heart the most about that was seeing people, like, the people died. Yeah. Like, people were dying because they, like, were trying to heat their houses with, like, gas stoves and stuff and carbon monoxide mm-hmm. poisoning. Like, that kind of shows how desperate we get in those times where we don't think clearly. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, what's it? I guess panic clouds the mindset. There's there's some kind of saying for that, and I can't think of it. Yeah, but that was like the textbook case where you're used to having you know power, heat, being able to keep your home at a comfortable temperature, and then just abruptly because they got hit, they got blindsided by. Yeah, it. there was no big foreshadowing of it. They got a snowmageddon like we got. Mm-hmm. But theirs is worse. Like, people are, which, I mean, I don't know how many casualties we may have had in our snowmageddon, but, like, they've had quite a few. Mm-hmm. And just seeing people, like, risk their lives just to try to keep their family warm and stuff like that, <clears throat> it gets to me on a personal level just because like, I grew up with my dad and my mom doing whatever they could to protect us and, or, you know, take care of us. And now that I see myself doing that as well. But it's just, like you said, panic kind of clouds your judgment. And in a way, you see how these situations bring kind of these choices out of the people. And that makes me respect, like, our military and any first responders in military. Like, I respect them a hell of a lot more when I got older because I understood how you have to use that better judgment in those moments of panic. Yeah, it's called, we called it fight or flight. Maybe that's what I was trying to think of earlier, where you just... You get thrown into a situation and you either figure out what to do or get the hell out of it. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, getting the hell out of it isn't an option. So and you just kind of have to figure your way through it. But yeah, um, anybody was affected in these storms, like, we hope the best for you. Uh, our boy Co Wetzel, mm-hmm. uh, I saw on Twitter, like, I think it was like a couple of Wednesdays ago, he uh, ordered food from two different restaurants for like a 260 or 70 people total. Like, he just said, look, I paid for this much food if you're able to go get it love that like love that quality guy love co-wets absolutely um so yeah in these in these worst times like you see people doing the most for their communities and i think that's it's kind of like texas kind of has a walker county mindset i guess like look out for your neighbors and let's figure our way out of this Uh uh-huh instead of an every man for themselves mentality yeah which is easy to to fall into in tough times, you're always trying to take care of number one. But it's, like you said, it's it's a beautiful thing to see when somebody that 
has the ability to affect that many people and chooses to do so. Yeah. Weather is a fickle beast. Mm-hmm. Um, it can blindside us right off, like without a blink of an eye or at the blink of an eye. Um, we're not going to talk about that sad stuff anymore. It's gone. Uh, we enjoyed a nice spring weekend after that. Very true. I didn't play golf though. I got out to the uh, Highlands in Birmingham. Play that was the first time playing there. That was pretty fun. Very tight. I love the Highlands. It's a. I played there several times. It's a nice golf course. I mean, I enjoyed it for you know all things considered. Yeah, we've already talked about golf enough. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I'm just ready for spring and summer. Absolutely more more spring than summer because I also hate hot weather. I would rather be like 120 degrees. I love it. Just <laughs> yeah. just beat me down with sunlight. You get a good tan. Nice. Anybody seen a golfer's tan knows how unique it is. Oh yeah, but the ankles just pop. So we, uh, I saw a thing and it kind of got me thinking a while back and I was like, man, I kind of want to do an episode on that. Like, I'm not like a philosophical deep thinker. Just kidding. I am. I think a lot. (laughs) Um, but it got me thinking and it got me reevaluating a lot of different things. So hopefully this clicks with, uh, all y'all listening, but it's called life currency. It's the things, the people and the projects that you sink your time in and you may not realize how much of your life it's actually taken away. Yep. So let's let's kind of talk about people for a second, and then we'll kind of work our way through this. I don't want this to be a super long episode. Uh, we got more stuff to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, get it started. So on on your side, what do you think? Uh, how do you view life currency towards people? Like, how do you evaluate who you spend your time with and who you probably need to reevaluate spending your time with? Other than me, I'll beat you to it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I think the people part of it's very cut and dry. It's who are you investing your time in? What kind of person are they? Are they positively affecting your life? Are they negatively affecting your life? Are you able to see like how that person affects you? Like That plays a big part into it because so many times you can be enamored with a person and completely like blind to all their flaws that maybe projecting out into you unintentionally it could just be you know they're a great person to be around but when you're around them you're not making the best choices right i can agree with that like i see uh i pay attention to the people that i'm around and like try to determine should i you know give these people my time because i feel like a lot of us don't realize how valuable our time really is yeah a lot of people just kind of they view it as like (sighs) Hmm. They want to hang out with the cool guy. Well, I mean, not only like not just that, but a lot of people don't value their time enough. Like they don't see it as like a huge priority, you know? Right. I feel like too. We're out of high school. Unless you peaked in high school, life is no longer a popularity contest. Very true. And I feel like in high school, like we had plenty of time in high school, unless you were sick or something. I don't know, like tragic events but you had a lot of time in high school and you really didn't think about how much time you're spending trying to be popular fit Mm -hmm. in because don't lie everybody in high school probably tried to fit in with some group of people absolutely i mean yeah there's honest uh, golly there's obviously going to be people that identified themselves as you know a unique individual but played into well, you're in this group of people that identify as unique individuals, so I think you're I think you're pretty spot on there with that, was, especially at our school. Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly clique driven. <laughs> like there were seven or eight prominent cliques, and you could tell just about automatically. Don't judge a book by its cover, but nine times out of ten, you could see somebody for the very first time and be like, "Oh, I bet they hang out with this group." Yeah. I try not to be an asshole to everybody. That's always been me. Like mm-hmm. I just try not to be a major ass. But now that I'm older, like if I see a dude being a dick to somebody, I'm like, so what's this dude saying to, about me when I'm not around? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. I, I evaluate every kind of sense of who I talk to as a person and who I invest my time in. Cause I'm 31. I know I probably got like 40 years left here. Hopefully. <sighs> 
But that's still like, if you think like somebody, optimistic. <laughs> I saw a video and this video is actually what got me thinking about it was this dude asked this man that was living away from his family. He said, how many times a year do you see your family and how old are they? He was like, well, my dad's 60, my mom's 60 also. And I see them about twice a year. He said, so if they live to be 70, you got 10 years of seeing them twice a year. You're only going to see your parents 20 more times. Mm -hmm. That shook me. Oh, yeah. When when you actually take the time to break it down, it's very nerve-rattling. Yeah. So now it's like, would I rather spend more time with my family and see them every day or try to be somebody and go hang out with all these cats that probably could give a shit, you know, whatever happened to my family? Man, time's, time's the one thing you can't get back. Exactly. And the, so the time you put into people is very, very important. It's incredibly valuable. Like that's, you, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like people severely underestimate like how valuable their time is mm-hmm. because in the moment it can just seem like, like just that odd oh, you know, two, three hours with this person. That's no big deal. Well, in the grand scheme of things, that's two or three hours that you could have been investing your time, your life currency into something that like either you love doing a passion of yours that like you've been wanting to pursue, but didn't. Yeah. And I feel like, like, that's why I'm so thankful for the people that come in here for interviews because they're literally investing their time in us. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's, you may have questionable character. I don't know for <laughs> believing in us, but you know, them coming in here and sitting with us for an hour, two hours and with our friends, even three hours. And in reality, I'm more thankful for them coming over than the final result. Like mm-hmm. you coming in here and sitting and chatting with me for a little bit. Cool. Absolutely. Just like us spending. It speaks volumes to the character of the, the guests we've had. Yeah. You know, like uh, you coming over once a week and us doing this stuff or us just hanging out. Obviously we see each other as decent people to be investing our time in. I think I just make poor, poor decisions. Honestly. I mean, yeah. you touched on it. Was it last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago, about my fireball choices, I think I just make bad choices. You know what? Now that now that I'm now that I'm starting to be a little bit more conscious of my decisions, Shane quits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like just you know, people I talk to twisted or whatever, like that ten minutes I may talk to you, I view that as valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I I view it as like a great opportunity to meet somebody that you've never met before, obviously like initially, but it also opens your mind up to a possibility of something that you never thought about or something that you didn't think was possible. You know, there's no telling where a conversation at the right time could lead somebody. Yeah. And it could just be as simple as how your day went that could inspire somebody. Exactly. Um, when you invest your time into someone, like you said, there's no telling what that could inspire them to invest their time in mm-hmm. or who to invest their time in. Because you're like, hey, yo, I talked to so-and-so, really cool guy. They do this, this, and this. All of a sudden, this person's going to go talk to them and try to get something going for themselves. Exactly. And that's smart. Exactly. It's called networking. Yep. I believe that is the proper term yeah. for it. But for me, like especially with my family, uh, like my granddad's reaching, he's like 76 yeah, granddad's pop 76. Uh, dad, everybody knows the things that's going on with dad. So it's like I try to, to get down there as much as possible, which empires like my honey holes. That's my quiet time. I shut out the world. But, you know, I'm trying to spend more time with them. Like Brittany and I have stopped putting our phones on the couch when we watch TV so we're not as tempted to touch them. Stuff like that. I mean, as you get older, you wise up, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I got to stop saying absolutely. I think that's like the 15th one in the last five minutes. We're not sponsored by vodka. (laughs) Uh, I haven't quite hit that point yet. I'm still addicted to TikTok. So 10 times out of 10, mine and Cortland's quality time when it's just us and the kids is majority spent passing TikToks back and forth to each other. I mean, we still do that. Like we're not perfect. Yeah. Which, we don't watch TV, though. Yeah. Like, we'll throw on a cartoon for the kids to watch while they're playing. Just, all right, well, their show's on. 
Beckham's over here. Oh, don't eat that foam brick, please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Avery, don't hit your brother. Cool. Good deal. Ha-ha. Funny video. Send it over to Cortland. Did you like that? That was funny. All right, cool. Pass it back. She'll send me one. That's our quality time now. I mean, that's cool. Like, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But as far as people go, like, I'm just more conscious of how much of a conversation and time I put in the people. And I feel like we should all grow to that point. Yeah. Because we only got so much time left on this earth. And you never know. Like, you never know when you're just your destiny to go away, be done on this earth. Mm-hmm. So I think ahead. I think you hit it pretty good there with the the time most importantly. You can absolutely be the guy that's just like I know how valuable my time is. I'm not gonna waste it talking to you. I've never met you before. That's the wrong way to go about yeah, don't it. Don't be an asshole yeah, about it. That's the wrong way to go about it. Personally, I've never met a stranger. Like there's literally no one that I won't try to talk to for at least ten minutes. But Normally, within that 10 minutes, you can get a really good gauge of who a person is, you know, what they're about. Not to say, like, you should automatically just start assuming you know everything about someone. But, typically, you can get a good idea of who someone is and their interests within about a 10 to 15 minute conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to invest more time into it, you know, that's that's a conscious decision that you have to make. You, like I've made so many friends off of those 10 minute conversations that are people that now like I'm more than happy to invest my time in. Exactly. Um, that's why I like, I just said 10 minute, you know, talks at Twisted Barley or something because that's where I met a lot of the friends that I have now. But another thing that we sink a lot of our time into that we don't pay attention to are things, just little things, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, like I'm guilty of it because I like I'm doing better about it now. But when the podcast first came out, I would check the download numbers mm-hmm. every single day, <laughs> every day. Like just dwelling on it, which that may be all, that's my OCD coming kicking mm-hmm. in. Like I take this one thought and I dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it until I can like just shake it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is if I was to pull it up on my phone right now. Because, you know, they do, like, the screen time thing. It tells you how long you spend on each app. I would, like, I would bet my life savings I'm above eight and a half hours a day on TikTok. It is unhealthy how much I watch that app. That's crazy. I can't get away from it. I know I shouldn't be watching it that much. Yeah. Like, there's so many other things that I could be doing throughout the day. But I find a lot of creative people on there. And especially since I've started, like... Hand up, I know our YouTube videos probably aren't the most creative and like eye-catching things of all time. I'm still learning it. We're new on the block. Yeah. But like the one of the biggest reasons I was like so excited to take on that challenge was because I've seen so many creative people on TikTok and like I've seen the way I've seen the joy that they get from, you know, putting out those videos and like They've invested their time into making that product, and this is the joy they're getting out of it. It's something that interested me, and so I was like, can I find that same joy? And I am. like, I'm loving sitting there, syncing up the audio, making the cuts, throwing effects in when I can. Like, I'm living for it. So I shouldn't feel bad when I just give you these things to do? Oh, absolutely not. Awesome. Yeah. That makes me feel better. (laughs) You talk about, like... That's the perks of starting your own brand. You make the calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about like life currency and investing into people and things and stuff like that. Not to get super deep, but like coming out of the military, not knowing, you know, a hundred percent what I was going to be doing like in my life now, because the military was so structured and I knew exactly what I was going to be doing every day for as far as I could see. This was heaven sent. Yeah. Like this, this, oh dude, I can't express it. How like excited I was when you first asked. I've said that a million times, I know, but I'm going to keep hammering on it. And now like the way we're growing it and the things that like we're trying to branch out into, I'm like, I'm getting like, if you're watching the video, you're seeing like, I'm getting excited just talking about it. (laughs) Shane's talking with his hands as much (laughs) as I do. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like the things that we invest our time in, like I stopped just Sitting on the couch, watching TV all day. Do I still watch a Manchester United match? Yes. Do I still watch golf all the time? 
Yes. Have to. But I don't just like, I used to... Well, those are things that you get enjoyment out of, though. Yeah. Those are good things to invest your time in. See, unless, you know, like, man, you loses, and then it's like, well, shit. Uh-huh. Or it's but, a nil-nil draw. You're like, what was the point of that? Yeah. There's 90 minutes of my life I'm never getting back. <laughs> but that's the thing. that Like, with every investment you make, you're taking a risk. Yeah. What really, like, made me start thinking about how I spent my time as far as watching TV goes was it was towards the end of last year before I decided I'm making these changes because I've been sitting on this topic for a while. <laughs> but um, I was sitting there on the couch on an off day and, like, I was on my phone. I was letting YouTube play. And next thing you know, like, three hours had passed. I haven't freaking moved. Not even to go take a leak. <laughs> and I was like, I just wasted three hours of an off day. Why? Why am I doing this? So now it's like I try to give myself an hour and a half to spend working out since the beginning of the year. Try to give myself three plus hours a week to work on the podcast to try to grow this game more. There's times I try to give myself an hour a day to go sit outside and think if it's not too cold. Fair. You know, think about how what I can change up. Or spend time with my wife or Jax or go see my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like the things though, when I, when I just sat and let YouTube just play and play and play, that's when I realized literally doing nothing. I am a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was during our break while we took off in between season two and three. Like we had all these ideas and I was just like, man, I just, I don't have the energy. I made myself get the energy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, you know, it's like we spend so much time in TV and if that, if that's like your job, like you make content based off media and stuff, that's awesome. Go you. That, that's yeah. sick. But Hit us up. I need some tips. You know, there's so many things we can do with our time. Like this came off of a ride home, this podcast. Getting you, like getting you on came from just sitting and thinking, how can I make it better? How can I show my personality a little bit more? Yeah. And then YouTube and TikTok came. Um, but the way the, we need to like reevaluate the way we look at things we do that are time wasters. No doubt. We have 24 hours in a day. Spend at that least out. six to six to eight sleeping. Whew. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, when, oh, yeah, I don't sleep much while I'm during my work shift week. Mm-hmm. Don't. <laughs> I saw like a Steve, uh, Steve Harvey. He said, successful people don't sleep. That's a fact. And I was like, bro, I ain't been sleeping for a long time and I ain't successful <laughs> yet. So I'm missing something. And that's when it clicked with me. And I was like, I'm just not going to stop trying to sleep in as much. I'm going to try to just get shit done. And just didn't realize how much of my life I was just wasting doing nothing. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's what he was saying there is successful people don't sleep because they're always doing something. They're always trying to propel themselves forward in some type of way. Like you were saying, you know, you spend three hours just watching YouTube videos. That's not propelling yourself forward. Now, that's, <laughs> I did start giving myself like an hour of YouTube just to try to learn how to better this. That's fair. And see, now you're, now you're, you've put a positive spin on it. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I kind of got like butt hurt at first day or first three day numbers, and was like, I kind of want to quit. That's a but, da- it's but at a the same time I was like watching the numbers. Yeah, numbers. I'd rather, and that's when that was towards towards the middle of season two ish. Um, I was just like, man, I sh- should I hang this up? Like I'm losing listeners, but then they pick back up because I changed things up. I learned how to make better quality audio and all this different kind of stuff. And plus people, you know. The name was growing. People believed in me when I didn't believe myself. Mm-hmm. Because I really wanted to quit. Like it was such a struggle to get this started. And then halfway through season two, I just wanted to quit. Dude, if you would have quit, honestly, I would have dragged you back into it. <laughs> I hope you or somebody when would. When you first, you know, I've said it before, like when you first texted me about the idea, I was so excited, like, just to hear, because, you know, being away from home, missing home, 
just to hear a taste of home, especially from my best friend, uh, that was perfect. Now, had I came home and you would have called it quits, nah. <laughs> I'd have dragged your ass right back in here. But it's just it goes to show like my appreciation for the people that do like sink their time into us and listen to us and give us feedback. Yeah. Like I appreciate the feedback or input as much as I do you listening. Because I no, want to no. know what you're thinking because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to promote Walker County. Like I know we didn't, you know, have somebody from Walker County as our premier, but that was just that's a big opportunity. He's a friend, you know. I was like, yeah, like I'm doing podcasts. Let's do it, bro. And he said, yeah. But the people that come on the show or the people that listen to the show, anything they talk about us, like, hey, y'all should try this, or hey, y'all should do this, or if we ask a question and they chime in, like that means so much more to me than you yes. actually listening to the episode. Absolutely. I mean that because that's showing that you are invested in what we're doing. Yeah, you care. Mm-hmm. So podcasts are a thing that you invest your time into. So I just challenge you like to reevaluate like the things that are taking up a lot of time that you don't realize are taking a lot of taking up a lot of time, and try to put it towards something better, more productive. Like if you're spending two hours in the gym, badass go you. If you're spending two hours, you know any kind of physical activity a day, that's badass. Go you. Because an hour and a half kills me. That's why I can't wait for a spring to roll around so me and you can start golfing again. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for some golf. <laughs> but uh, the the last thing that we'll talk about are projects. I know we kind of already hit on our end about the projects. Uh, you know, a lot of people have sink their time into these projects that don't really gain any ground and they give up and they quit. Me. I've done it. Failed many times. But you can't be scared. I'd rather spend my time into a failed project and learn from it and build something else instead of, like I said, when I was about to quit, if I'd have quit probably by the end of the year, I probably would have came up with something else to try. No, that's the thing. It's, it's not the failing that, that kills your idea. It's how do you respond to it? I guess. So like if you had a, so, you know, just use the podcast as the example, you know, you start a podcast and, First season, you got like 26 listeners. All right, well, that's not doing great numbers, obviously. So you're discouraged. You decide to drop it. Do you just completely throw podcasts out altogether? Like, hey, I tried that for a year. Wasn't a, you know, wasn't a thing for me. So I'm just going to completely move away from content creation or anything like that. Or do you say, all right, well, here's what I was doing with the podcast. I only got X amount of listeners. Now you start investing that time into figuring out what are other podcasts similar to mine doing that I wasn't. Yeah. What can I do next time to be better, to broadcast to more people, to to gain a, a bigger uh, fan base, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that I guess that's one of the things that I've always, like, never, just never quit because I'm stubborn. Like, yeah, it failed. Okay. What did I learn about this and what can I apply it to something else? Because let me tell you, and like I'm not trying to be like a curmudgeon, but pass the jar is going to run its course one day. It could be this year, next year. I don't know. Pass the jar is going to run its course. Could we probably come out with something different? Probably will because this shit's fun. Absolutely. I need, I, selfishly, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, the people that fail, fail business owners or whatever, they don't quit. No. Because they see their time in these projects as valuable because they believe in themselves. And if I ever tell you to do anything, it's be stubborn and believe in yourself and never quit. Like, I know that sounds super cliche. Like, don't quit. Never keep going. But let me tell you. Sometimes cliche works. We talked about it on yeah, the Valentine's yeah. episode. I'm a stubborn son of a gun. And after Boondocks, kind of like I just kind of disbanded that, I was like, it, I learned some things from it, but there's something better. What's better? And I feel like if people applied that to their lives, the the projects they may want to start, like if you want to start a business, if you want to quit your job, first make sure your lights stay on. There you go. But you quit that job and you go do what you love. Because your time that you're giving these people. What's the old saying? If you 
you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like say your car payment's $500. Say you make 15 bucks an hour. That is literally 30 hours of your life. 30 plus. About 33 hours, give or take. That's a lot of time. But it's a necessity, you know? It is a necessity. But, like, if you hate your job, you're literally spending 33 hours for a car doing something you hate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on that end of the spectrum, you touched on it right when you first started, was... If the project that you want to pursue is something you know something you love, and and it can provide, then absolutely, that's where your time should be invested. If you're having to work that job that you don't love because it provides for you, but you can still find time for the project that you love, that's that's a perfect balance. Yeah, I, I it's an imperfect balance because you still hate the job. But it provides. See, that's like I love my job. First off, it allows me to do this uh, quite a bit. But my mentality is I don't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So, in a way, I still see those hours I'm spending at work. I would work for myself for the rest of my life. Oh, for sure. (laughs) But I see those hours that I'm at work. I love that. It's like a safety net. Yeah, that's 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 what I was. That's a, I guess, a more elegant way. Yeah. Of what I was saying. So these projects that people want to spend time on, they're afraid to start because they work and work and work. Take some time off. Like if you got vacation time, take some time off and try to get it started. Get a leg up. Um, sacrifice that five hundred dollar a month car payment for a two hundred fifty dollar a month car payment. That $250 a month you're saving over a year's time, invest that money that you saved into yourself, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, but ain't nothing else I can say right there. You nailed it. I mean, as long as you keep the lights on and you take care of your family, like, that's the number one thing in this world. Provide. Provide. But the other thing is, you've got to do what makes you happy. Provide for yourself. You don't want to walk around with however many millions of Americans there are and everybody be miserable. Because if you look, the people that are the happiest are the ones that are doing what they love every single day. And if your job is what you love, stick with it. More power to you. Congratulations. But everybody's got that that passion that they really want to chase. Like you want to pick up golf like we've talked about millions of times. Or you want to pick up rollerblading. I don't know. Go for uh, it. Don't let it stop you. I mean, dude, you're preaching right now. You're pre- that, that guitar up. I just that guitar. I, wanna, I was I was literally about to say I want to pick up a guitar. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start investing some time in it. That guitar that you see is two hundred dollars. Look at it as not spending two hundred dollars. Look at it as I'm about to drop two hundred dollars on this thing. If you can afford it, be smart. Obviously, be smart with your money. That's the main thing I'm saying. <laughs> um, but if you can drop two hundred dollars on that guitar, get that guitar because that guitar could lead to you landing a gig. Once you get good enough, they could help you pay for a better guitar. They could lead you to a better life. Plus, you're happy doing what you love. Soapbox, I'm down. I mean, that was, that was beautiful. You hit, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I, it's about, like you said, it's about providing. It's about taking care of your family. It's about taking care of yourself. And that's what I was touching on was you can't provide for your family if you're not providing for yourself. No. Like, I left a job that I thought was my dream job because I was absolutely bloody miserable. Yeah. If you might have a job that pays that $500 a month car payment that keeps the lights on that puts food on the table. But if you're miserable at it, no matter how much it provides for your family... It's having a negative effect. Yeah. Because you might not think so, but the rest of your family can see, you know, you don't enjoy waking up to go to work. Yeah. (laughs) My wife saw it and she heard me not complain as much, but just be mad most of the time. Now I'm back at a place I love and no matter where you work, there's going to be things you don't like. And I'm not saying, no, we should just all suck it up and keep going. But you got to, 
especially if you, this year this is your career field you've chosen, you gotta say where am I gonna be the happiest? Not where's the least amount of bullshit at. And I love who I work for. Um, I call her my boss, but she's also my friend. Like I consider her a friend. Um, like the people I spend twelve hours in a tech room with, love all of them. Like we're a family, you know, and. Is there going to come a day where I walk away from that field? Yes. I'll go ahead and call it. There will be a day I'll walk away from that field. Why? Because I do want to start my own business. I'm just not walking away until I know what that is. I agree 100%. Like I was saying, the only person I want to work for for the rest of my life is myself. Yeah. But even then, like I'm not going to directly walk away from it as soon as I start that other business because I still got to provide. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about business, went to business school for a few years before I decided to call it quits. You got to have something to keep the lights on because when you start a business, you broke. Absolutely. Like, I got to make sure my wife has a roof over her head. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure my dog has a roof over her head. <laughs> you know, and that's what I think we should all do is invest our time into ourselves as much time as we're putting into providing. Yeah. 100%. Like if you're not happy doing what you do, find something that you're happy doing while you're chasing your dreams. Does that make sense? Dude, you are, like I said earlier, you're preaching right now. Like I said, I've been sitting on this for a long time. I can tell. (laughs) Cause you like, there's nothing for me to say at this point. This is this is the this has been the Drake insert time frame here, just special. I mean, and you went off, and I love it because truer words have never been spoken. Everything you were saying is 100 percent factual. And I think a lot of it has just been me stewing on these people that I'm so happy and proud that I've invested my time in and my, and my money in to call that I call friends that have these businesses right here in downtown Jasper because Mason. Dropped everything he owned and started the brewery. Like I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, that's I'm not a gonna, huge I'm, investment in himself. I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> that's awesome, you know. And Jim coming in and open up his business and Tallulah, Eric Nix. Uh, you know, I just want people to be happier instead of feeling like they're working for somebody that they're not happy and risking their happiness just to keep the lights on. Don't don't sacrifice your well-being at the expense of providing, I guess, would be the way of putting it. Because when I was at that miserable job, instead of, I always say head down, eyes up, like keep your head down and keep plowing forward. And I, I did that. But at the same time, back of my head, I was like, how the hell can I get out of here? So I started seeking ways because... It, I wanted to leave sleep altogether because I told Brittany, I was like, there's only one place I'm going to go back to. And if, and I told her, if if I ever leave this place I'm at, I'm done with sleep. Like I'm done. That's just because that's how happy I am where I'm working. That speaks volumes. So don't be afraid to believe in yourself and invest in yourself because your time, you'll never get it back. So start looking at your time as money. You can always, not as no matter where money. yeah no matter where you're at there are ways of making money you can always make more money different types of money you know have a job you hate you can move to another job still making money you can't make more time nope you'll never get it back that's like a I always tell my patients that come in they're like I got a night away from my kids or whatever I'm about to catch up on some sleep first off you're not because we're gonna let you sleep like seven hours. <laughs> Oh, dude, that would be catching up on some sleep for me. <laughs> but I tell people, you ne- you'll you never catch up on sleep that you lost. There's a thing called sleep debt. And I view sleep debt as the way I look at life. That time that you lost, you'll never get it back. You'll never gain it back. You'll never catch up. So you might as well just start believing in yourself and the thing you want to do now. I'm more intrigued about sleep debt. Is there a way to pay that off? No, nope. <laughs> you don't pay it off. Yikes. Like if you got five hours of sleep, one night, get a full eight. That doesn't counterbalance? No. Okay. All right. Good to know. You still miss out on that whole night of sleep and felt like shit for that whole day. 
you know, I, I never really thought about it like that. I was always of the mindset, you know, I've been getting five hours of sleep all week. It's Friday night rolling into Saturday. I'm going to get like eight or nine if I can make up for it. Apparently I was wrong. You were wrong. You'll never catch, you'll never truly catch up on sleep. I'm mad enough to admit when I should I'm wrong. Pop, I should start a podcast about sleep science. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds pretty boring. My Actually, opinion. I tell you what. You start that podcast, that'll be what I listen to at night. Maybe it'll help me get better sleep. I'll add in a little 10-minute meditation. I'm going to need it daily, though. <laughs> but yeah, like just like I just said with sleep and with your time, you'll never get back what you've already lost. So you might as well just go ahead and get a leg up now. What a very prophetic way of looking at it. Yeah. So that's that's what I wanted to talk about was life currency. Um I hope you got something from it. But if you didn't, go back and listen again, because Drake was in here just spewing fact after fact. But yeah, I hope you took something from this. Um, like I said, we got one little unpopular opinion that we're going to talk about. So let's uh, go ahead and jump into that, and we'll close out this episode. This week's unpopular opinion. The beach sucks in the summer. That's got to be an unpopular opinion. There's no better time to go to the beach. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I mean, couldn't disagree more. I hate the beach in summer. It's hot. You get sweaty. When you get sweaty, the sand sticks. You know what you do to combat that? Get in the water. Which is a perfect temperature because it's hot outside. Are you talking about in the ocean? Well, I don't know what other kind of water well, you're finding I mean, at the there's, beach. there's pools at the hotels. Jackass. Well, I didn't know we were talking about the pools at the hotels. I didn't know that was part of the unpopular opinion about beaches are better during this, or whatever the hell you said. I'm so flabbergasted right now because you don't think the beach is the best in the summer. No. I like the beach when it's a nice... 65, 70 degrees. That's barbaric. So you, we go to the beach for different reasons then. Yeah. What do you go to the beach for? To get in the ocean. Not me. I go to chill. And I don't want to sit out there, sun in my face, sun on top of me. Because just buy a tent. For hours. Or a canopy. Okay. Uh, here, uh, here we go. Glad you opened that door for me. Setting up those tents are a pain in my ass too. It takes like five minutes. You got to lug the tent to the beach. They weigh like 15 pounds. What tent you you carrying that weighs 15 pounds? I, I Honestly, I don't remember like how much it weighs because we had so much crap. But like I don't remember the, the canopy being a chore. Also, you want to talk about life investments or life currency and investing? That's like the best investment you can make. All right, so like you said, it's hot. You get sweaty, you know what? Hop up underneath that canopy that you invested in. Problem solved. And I'm still hot when I do. You know? All right, so (laughs) hear me out right here. You don't like getting in the water, right? You Mm -hmm. just want to chill? Take you a couple of cold beers. I do. Then what are we, I mean. And then I'm I'm drunkenly (laughs) carrying everything back to the hotel room. Well, that's just that's your, hotter. That's your own fault. You're getting carried away. Like we went to South Florida in October. You said you wanted to go chill. You went extreme. Went I went to South Florida in October, and it was perfect. Okay. Like it, was, it was nice. It wasn't hot. Sat out. Uh, one day it was super humid, so it was kind of miserable. You know what? I was like, I kind of want to sit inside today. <laughs> Went to Orange Beach, middle of September, it was perfect. Middle of September is iffy, because here... Okay, well, that that is fair, that is fair. It was upper 90s, mid to upper 90s the entire time. Not a fan. Loved it. No. I I just don't like being sweaty and sandy. And I feel like, too, the sand is more bound to follow you inside and everything when it's summer, because it's just sticking to Every part of your body, everything you carry. That's what they have those little water stations for. Wash yourself off. But you can't get all of it off at the little showers? 
I mean, I have. I've I've never had an issue where I brought just an abundance of sand. Also, like that's a like if you go to the beach, you have to go knowing that you're going to bring sand in with you. I'm just gonna put it this way: during the summertime, the saltiest thing on the beach ain't the ocean; it's me. <sighs> God, what a terrible pun, and I respect you for it. <laughs> I love it because I'm mad the whole time. I'm hot. I want to go inside. And usually, and typically, some some of the past few times we've gone to the beach, like during the summertime, it's been U.S. Open Week. Or British Open Week. That's just so poor I planning. Just, I just want—I'm not the one that plans them. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I think your views of summer beaches are very obscured. Like Dad and I went in January to play golf. Mm-hmm. It was like 60 degrees the whole time we were down there. Peak golf conditions. I mean, no doubt. You get a little bit of wind, but peak golf conditions. I like playing golf at the beach. <laughs> When we all went down for spring break, when uh, you and Dylan slept in and we went and played golf. Yeah, that's what we were doing, catching up on sleep. <laughs> um, we had only slept for like an hour before our tea time. And I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody. If it has, let me know. We were standing on like number three or four. Like we had already teed off. My hangover hit me. I was about to say, there's in the no middle way night. you like enjoyed that round of golf. Mm-mm. I did the first couple of holes because I guess I was just like, mm, yeah, playing Kiva Dunes. Kiva Dunes is top-notch golf course. Like I said, third or fourth hole, like my hangover hit me. I got a headache. I wanted to throw up. And I was like, this is the worst round of golf of my life. That's, and I've quit in the middle of rounds of golf, and I didn't quit on that one and wished I would have. That's kind of how I felt when we were down there for Dylan's bachelor party. And I drove down that day, no, the day before. So I'm running on zero sleep already. We stayed up entirely too late that night, played that round, and I was dead by the time we got to that restaurant. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know if I fell asleep at the restaurant. I feel like I might have. But I know, like, when we got back and everybody was like, hey, we're going to go play the par three course here, I was out on it. That was actually the funnest part was playing the par three course because all of us could play together. It was really fun. I mean, I did it like we played it several times. Hey, I missed that one. Wiggled our way into free rounds. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. There you go. But as far as the beach goes in the summertime, like I'm just, I'm not a fan just because like I'm hot and I'm miserable the whole time. I don't like being hot and I don't like being cold. I don't, I'm, I'm a perfection guy. Like it's got to be perfect temperature for me to enjoy anything outside. And that goes back to what I said, like when we first started this. Give me that 120, just sun beating down. I love it. I mean, I don't mind playing golf when it's hot. Because, except for when uh, we went and played. You hit uh, it into the sand trap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> awesome. Brought the beaches back. We went and played uh, RTJ and Muscle Shoals over the summer, and we played 36. And towards the end of the 36, my grips started getting slick. My gloves started, my gloves, but all like just got sweated out. My hands were sweaty. So it's like every time I'd swing a club, my, my hands would just slide. You're just, you're holding on to it for yeah. dear life, trying not you, to sling it. You're death gripping so much you hit a hook. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with the unpopular opinion that the beach sucks in the summer. Does that make me unpopular? I guess so. Absolutely. There's, oh God. There's going to be people that agree with you, but. I just want all of y'all to know you're lunatics. Like, I'm a big hoodie and sweatshirt guy. For instance, right now. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I just... That's wild to me. I Like, I like I love sitting on the beach and just, like, watching the ocean. But when I'm sitting there wiping sweat off my glasses or out of my eye, fixing my hat because it keeps, like, moving up and down my head because I'm sweating so much. Because you didn't invest in a canopy? Nope. We have a damn canopy. <laughs> it still gets hot. No, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Hey, we're just, it's, it, this is an agree to disagree here. This is you and me. My mind will not be swayed on the beach being better in whatever time frame as opposed to summer. And then, like, even in, like, March, April, I love it. It's not too hot down there. Like, I can deal with 80 degrees. But when it gets 90s. I'm out. I am way out. Well, see, the reason I like it so much better, I mean, 
like you said, March, April, like that's probably peak beach time because like you said, it's not too hot for people. You can go out, you can just chill on the beach, enjoy it. I like going to the beach because I like getting in the ocean. I don't like getting in the ocean in March because it's still freezing cold. Summertime, it's a little warmed up. To be fair, if you like getting in the ocean, that's fine. That that's that's you doing mm-hmm. you. And that's what I enjoy when I go to the beach. See, I don't. And also, like, I'm just gonna throw this out there too to kind of like put some fairness towards you. I'm more of a mountains guy than a beach guy. Like, if I go to the beach, I sit out there for a day day or two days, get a good couple of good seafood meals. Like, I'm ready to come home. If I go to the mountains. It is a pain in my ass to leave because I don't want to. <laughs> that's honestly I, that's the beauty of being geographically centered to I, both of them. Yeah, I think I would agree with you there. Like I would lean more towards wanting to go to the mountains than the beach, just because, like you said. But at the same time, I would rather go to the mountains during the winter time. I feel you. And I'm not interested in going to the beach at that point. So, like, I'm kind of, I see where you're coming from with, when you go to the beach, you, you want to get a couple of good seafood meals, lounge around for a day or two, and then you're kind of over it. Yeah. See, we went to the mountains in January. I've been to Cades Cove 20 plus times. This past time we went was the first time I've ever seen snow on the ground in Cades Cove. Because we usually go in the spring or the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I would, I would rather be in the mountains when there's two foot of snow coming down, as opposed to going. I mean, I would still get enjoyment out of going during the spring and summertime. I'm gonna find enjoyment no matter what I'm doing, but spring, summer, put me on the beach and I'm, I'm at my happy place. Yeah, fall, winter. Stick me in the mountains. Well, I mean, just just like you were talking about Dylan's bachelor party, that was fun because we played pretty much played golf the whole time. I don't did we go to the beach? I don't no. think we did. Uh, I don't think so. I know. Uh, no, no, we didn't. We talked about it that one day, and yeah. then we ended up playing the par three course about sixteen times. See, like we went to Myrtle <laughs> Beach for Colby's bachelor party. And it was in May. May? I believe. I believe it was in May. I'll go with that. It wasn't hot. So it was fun. We played golf more than we spent time on the beach. That was fun. But I just, like, I don't find enjoyment in sitting there sweating my ass off, being sandy the whole time because it just gets me mad. And when I get mad, my day's ruined. <laughs> like, I try to be the king of positivity, like, positive, positive, positive. If I'm sandy and sweaty, I'm mad. <laughs> I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep because the sand's going to follow me wherever the hell I go, and I just ain't happy. So how do you feel when you go into these seafood restaurants, get that authentic seafood at the beach, and there's sand everywhere because you're at the beach? Mad. That's that's just no way to live. There's just no way to live. And I'm a Crocs guy, so rubber, sweat, sand. Put them all together. They're not getting separated for some reason. You're just not using the water stations properly. That's what I've learned here today. Maybe, but I just don't <laughs> enjoy the beach during the summer. We'll leave it at that. Also, if you want a good drive, drive the Blue Ridge Parkway during the fall. Okay, noted. I'll do that this year. You want to? Do, let, we could go make a vlog, <laughs> buddy. We can leave right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not peak fall leave colors right now. No, but it is my like peak mountain time though. Oh yeah. Like, I love the mountains any time of the year. That's what I'm saying. I'm more of a mountains guy than a beach guy just because I never get tired Yeah, of the mountains. I get mad when I have to leave the mountains. I'm mad when I get to the beach and have to walk off the beach because I'm sandy. There you go. So let us know how you guys feel about these unpopular opinions. Do you like the, do you like the beach in the summertime or an alternate version? Spring, summer, fall. Or not spring, summer, fall. Spring, fall, winter. <laughs> What's your what's your happy time at the beach? Let us know. Obviously, we're at dead ends here. <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in this episode. Thank you to our sponsors. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a written review on Apple, if that's your podcatcher of choice. Follow us on TikTok at Pass the Jar Pod. 
We do bopper flops on there all the time. Uh, that seems to be our go-to thing on TikTok. If you follow us on Instagram, thank you. If you don't, pass the jar podcast. Search us on Facebook. Like our page. It means the world to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for investing your time into this podcast. So until next time, if that jar is not empty, pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jar.